Stacey and Pete. It's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. So welcome back for part two of our nostalgic sitcom Halloween specials. Yay! He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, we highly recommend going back and listening to that just so you know what the heck we're talking about. This episode will be a little weird without it. We talked about several sitcom episodes that we watched, like Roseanne, Home Improvement, several TGIF shows, etc. You name it, we watched it. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Almost. Within reason. Come on, people. (laughs) You expect us to not have lives? No, Jerry, we didn't cover that one. Thanks. (laughs) But you forgot about. (laughs) So yeah, go back and check that one out. And once you've done it. Come on back for part two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and see if you agree with our selections. See what you would have rated him. Let the award show commence. Welcome to our award ceremony, Halloween edition. The first category of the evening is for best costume. I'm very curious to see how much crossover there is here. Who's going to go first? Whatever you choose, my love. I'm going to be selfish and go first. All right. This time, we're going to go with our runner-up first, and then our winner. That sounds good. That sounds logical. Two logical people did not run our last award show. They did not. Listen, we adjust. But it was still a fun episode, and if you haven't listened to it, it's our awesomely bad horror movies episode. It's a good time. Check it out. (laughs) Okay, so my runner-up. For best costume, Becky's half and half prom queen from Roseanne. What an amazing costume. I love that costume so much. I actually originally thought that was my winner. Yeah. And then I just second guessed myself and now she's not even a part of my list. But I love that costume. I really do. It's a really good costume. Because I love the fact that you see her first. Yeah. Where she just looks like a normal prom queen. And then she turns around and she's like got an eye hanging out and she's all bloody. Yeah. And like they don't mention it. No. It's just like you were seeing her like talking to her family in her costume. Yeah, it's great. So good. My runner up, Marshall and Lily as Sonny and Cher. Oh, yes. But what's great about it is that Lily is playing Sonny and Marshall is playing Cher. And this is just a little blip that we see in the episode of Slutty Pumpkin. And Lily answers the door as Sunny, and then Marshall comes out as Cher, and he (laughs) looks great. Yes. He looks so good in that dress. Oh, that's such a good costume combo. (laughs) They're my favorite TV couple, maybe, of all sitcom time. Yeah, I could agree with that. Oh, wait, I didn't watch that show. (laughs) But you can see where I'm coming from. Yes, I can see where you're coming from. And my winner... For best costume, Marshall and Lily as the pirate and parrot. Yay! Woo! <laughs> I love that you chose them too. That was such a good combo. It was great. I love when Robin was trying to take their picture and she had like Lily way in the background. So it looked like the parrot was sitting on top of the pirate's shoulder. Yes. Very good. And they won the costume contest. And my winner was 
Dan and Jackie as headless Marie Antoinette. Wow, such a good call. That is a great, great costume. I loved it. I felt like it was kind of understated a little bit just because of the way the episode went. But yeah, for some reason, that out of all of these episodes, that costume just still sticks out in my head. It's so intricate. It is. And he even talks about, because this is the episode that Roseanne bails on the party and doesn't want to go. And he's like, we've built this costume for the two of us. Right. She won't go. And so Jackie goes in her place. And it's just, I mean, I was like, that's like a dream couple's costume. I would love to do that with you, you know? Absolutely. Although I'm sure that would be uncomfortable to be the head because you have to like squat down. Ooh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm going to be Marie. No, I want to be- And you can be the head. (laughs) I do have to say a quick shout out to Becky's flight attendant after the plane crash costume. Oh, yes. was pretty funny. It was. Especially because we thought that Becky was too cool for all this stuff and she just didn't care about Halloween the way her family did. Right. And then she shows up. It's just a fun moment where Roseanne is proud. You know, (laughs) and then also I really loved Martin and Gina as Ike and Tina. That was a really good combo. It was. Now, listen, the underlying reality of that costume is not a good time. True. But they made it as fun as it could be. I love a good couple's costume. Yes. And that's one I remember watching back in the day and laughing because it was funny. Yeah, it was. Martin is such a great show. It really is. I love Martin. I'm really glad that people brought that up because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, there are so many Halloween episodes that, you know, when you're watching it as it happens, maybe it doesn't stand out as much. But just getting you to rewatch a show is like, oh, my God, I love the show. Yeah. All right. Next category. Best decorations. I do have to say that many of these episodes had the classic flat pictures of pumpkins or skeletons everywhere, and it was wonderful. Very nostalgic. So I feel like all of these episodes had great decorations. Mm -hmm. But the ones that stood out to me the most, my runner-up, it was a tie for me. I'm sorry. My tie was between Tim's Catacomb of Terrors and the Connor's Tunnel of Terror, because they were both like... DIY in-home haunted houses on Halloween to scare kids in the 80s and early 90s. And it was great. That is funny because my runner up is the Connors Tunnel of Terror. It was so much fun. Like if you would ever let your child walk through somebody's house, (laughs) that was the house you wanted to walk through. Right. I mean, you had a casket. You had a head. A cleaver in the head. Cleaver. You went through to the garage. Oh, I forgot about going into like the laundry room and the garage. Yeah. It was a good time. And my winner for the best decorations was the rooftop party on How I Met Your Mother, which I know is more modern, but maybe that's why I loved it. I don't know. I just, it's a rooftop and they have lights and fun decorations. And it just felt like a party I would go to now. (laughs) I was about to say, that feels like a party you would want to go to right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So maybe that's why I was drawn to it. And I don't know why I did that instead of something more nostalgic, but that's just what I was drawn to. Hey, do you, boo. (laughs) Boo. All right, my winner, Tim's Catacombs of Terror. Yes. This was your tie, but this for me was the best one. It was great. I loved it. I loved how hard they tried to scare people with all their smoke and Al's head, things like that. Like it was just such a great 
little section of the show. It was fun. It was very well thought out. It was. Yeah, I love that. Anything where in that time period, I just picture myself being brought through a room like that, which I have been because I remember houses that you would trick or treat to and they were just the most terrifying ones to go up to. And I mean, I didn't like have to walk through a haunted house, but just even walking up to the porch was terrifying because they had real people sitting there dressed up, ready to scare you. And they knew you. So they knew what your reaction was going to be. Oh, absolutely. I have talked about this before where my friend Kim's brothers would hide in the trees when we would go trick-or-treat at her house. And they would jump down from the trees just to scare us. It was terrifying. But those are great Halloween memories. They are. They are good times. Our next category is scariest episode. Who's your runner up? Okay. Runner up for me, Witches of Penbrook. Oh. I felt like the mood of this one was very scary. It was a pretty dark mood. It was like Candace Cameron was freaking me out. It's odd to see her in that kind of role. I liked it. It freaked me out. (laughs) She was blonde and scary. (laughs) She was very blonde. Yes. Like, not her normal dirty blonde. It was like bleach blonde. Do you think this was mid-90s when this came out? Yeah. Mid to late 90s. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That's how I had my hair, too. <laughs> you guys were twinsies. <laughs> All right. Give us yours. My runner-up was The Facts of Life, The Halloween Show. Okay. I can see that. Mostly for the scene of Mrs. Garrett standing in their bedroom with a knife. Yes, that was scary. It was very discombobulating. And I think especially from having a memory of Mrs. Garrett as being this sweet woman who took all of these girls in and was so wonderful and they all loved her. So to see her like that was just like, ooh, it just gave me an icky feeling. And there was like a weird older man that we didn't really know. He had that plaid jacket. Yeah. So I don't know. It just felt very off and I did not like it. All right. I get it. Mm -hmm. My winner for the scariest category is Steveville. This was such a freaky episode. It was. And can I just really quickly tell you that my winner of scariest episodes was Stevel from Family Matters. As you do. This was as far as. <laughs> as you do. As far as what we watched, this was the scariest episode by far. It really was. They even had Steve before the episode give a warning. that this was going to be a scary episode. Yeah. And he was telling viewers, be sure to watch with someone who's brave, (laughs) a.k.a. an adult. Yes. Because they knew that it was going to freak people out. Right. And this is TGIF. So it's like you got kids there. Yeah. And you don't expect things to be that scary. And I mean, you've got Laura disassembled inside the cabinets. And Stevel with like angry eyebrows. To me, that was super scary. I mean. His his really scary eyebrows. A scary doll or dummy is always going to win. Yeah. In the scariest contest. Chucky-esque. Absolutely. And he came to life because he was struck by lightning. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the end, they made it like it was a dream, but I still believed he was alive. I did too. All right, next category, best plot. All right, so my runner-up for this was How I Met Your Mother, Slutty Pumpkin. I think it's the romantic in me, you know, and the romantic in Ted. The romantic in me loves the romantic in Ted, that he is 
faithful enough, dedicated enough to go back every year wearing this same costume, hoping to see this girl again. Right. And I mean, that's really all there is to it. I just love that romantic aspect of it. I like that. Runner up for me, Martin, booze in the house. Ah. I love me a Scooby-Doo type mystery. (laughs) And that's what this was. And this was pretty close to being my number one. But in the end, it was my runner up. Where else can you find like a a mummy jumping out from a secret passageway and grabbing you and pulling you back? It was so much fun. I really enjoyed this episode. (laughs) And my winner for best plot goes to Boy Meets World. And then there was Sean. Wow, really? Really. I just, I love a good spoof and it felt like a, a scream type spoof. You know, the teen scary movies in the 90s, and then you throw in Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't know. It was just nostalgic. You know, like you see on the chalkboard something like No One Leaves Alive or something like that, and you're questioning who the killer is, and you get a phone call, and I don't know. It was very good. I, I agree with you. It was really good. I just felt like it was definitely like outside of the norm. I didn't watch every episode of Boy Meets World, but I know they weren't all like that, (laughs) you know? Right. So it just felt like a fun episode. I loved it. All right. My winner from season five, the Halloween show, The Facts of Life. Whoa, really? I I loved it. It was so much fun. (gasps) I thought that maybe you didn't like that one as much. No, I really enjoyed that episode. Aw. I love that this like strange dude shows up and wants five pounds of bratwurst and- (laughs) Then they make it look like Mrs. Garrett is like chop people up and this dude's like very noticeable jacket is in the dumpster. I I loved it. I loved the whole setup. I loved all of it. It was such a good time. The Facts of Life was such a great show. This is one that I watched back in the day. I just don't remember it that much. I mean, I hope that we find enough content that we can cover the Facts of Life one day. All right. Next category. Best prank. Oh, there were so many. Yes. My runner-up is from Home Improvement, the Crazy For You episode, Rose, the stalker fan of Tim's. Such a good prank. I mean, that was very elaborate. Yeah. Jill and her friend started it. And like I said before, they involved everyone. Wilson, Al, the kids, everybody was a part of it. They were sending Tim cookies. Then Tim thought that she was there at their party in their house. And he started to get really freaked out. And it led up to their bedroom. And then everybody kind of popped out. And they were like, ah, got you. Epic level prank. It was fun. I love that. I love it. (laughs) So my runner-up, Darlene and David's trick on Roseanne, Ah. where they make her think that David is cheating on Darlene, and then they're killing the girl that she's cheating on her with. (laughs) (laughs) This was actually one that got me, I think, for a second time in my life. Yeah. Because once I saw it, I remembered it. But as it was happening when we were watching it, I was like, oh, my you know, gosh. like, oh, my gosh. Oh, David's downstairs with this girl and Darlene's going to go see her. And Don't let her go downstairs. Yeah. It was scary. It was. It was so good. I just yeah, that was fun because of the fact that it was like a weird blurred memory where I was watching it and I knew I had seen it. But yet I didn't remember how it actually ended up. Right. That was a good one. Yeah. And my winner for best prank was Martin, the night he came home. It was just so elaborate. 
you had cabinets flying open and dishes flying out and whatever creature that was, I can't remember what it was. It was in the closet that we've yes. seen so many times before just kind of jump out at you and then go back. So right. you knew that it was like a motion sensor creature. It wasn't real. And then all of a sudden when Martin opens it and then it actually it pops out and then it keeps walking and you're like, what? Like that freaked me out. And they did a great job because, you know, they were all in on it. And then they had someone else in on it that hadn't been there the whole time. I I think it's a character that you probably knew if you watched the show. He seemed familiar, but I haven't watched it in so long that I don't remember his name. But I thought that was an epic prank. That was so much fun to like watch Martin do all his karate (laughs) as all of these specters and ghosts are showing up was so much fun and I loved it. And that's actually my secondary winner. But I put another one there just in case you picked this one Uh. as your winner because (laughs) that was my winner. The secondary winner is Dan's prank on Roseanne with the restaurant robbery. Noah! Noah! That is too mean. It was so hilarious. I hated that prank. And intricate. I love how intricate it is. It was intricate, but it was mean. It was mean, but she had had it coming. coming. She had it coming. Oh, no. She only has herself to blame. There he goes again. (laughs) I feel like this is like three episodes in a row where you sing this song. You got to cut it out. Too much Chicago. (laughs) People are going to start to really think you love musicals, and I love it. Because if you all knew how much he hates them, I do hate musicals. Ironic. But this prank is epic. It is epic, and it's very intricate. You're right. To even think enough to have like the side prank that Dan was going to do. Like, Dan was doing this other prank. So, like, the main guy comes in, robs the store. Roseanne thinks it's funny, like, gives her, the wedding, dude her ring. wedding ring, her house keys, everything. Because her address. She thinks, yes. She thinks it's a joke. He walks out. And then Jackie's like, Roseanne, this is the person that Dan sent to prank you. And it's this guy that's just, like, sitting there. And he's, like, terrified. He's like, yeah, I was supposed to say, like, blah, 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 This is stupid now, but I'm going to pull this mouse out of my mouth. Right. He's pulling a mouse that he ate out of the food that they served him. And then Roseanne's like, oh, my God, I sent him with my wedding ring and my house and my address. And she's like, call the police. She runs outside. And then they get her. Yeah. So great. After she's hook, line, and sinker, they get Roseanne. That's what's so much fun. It is fun because she was so bold with the robbery situation. Like she was putting her face in front of that gun and like. She knew it was fake. She just was a thousand percent in on this being Dan's prank. Yeah. Which is funny because she had him like she she knew. But then she second guessed herself with the other side prank, which is where Dan is smart because he threw that in and then that tripped her up. But I hate this prank because I hate anything where you think something really, truly serious to life is happening. And if you ever do anything like that to me, I will be very upset. But you know me and you know that I can't handle that sort of thing where I think Dan knew that Roseanne could handle that. Here's the thing. I would never do a prank like that with you. Yeah. Right. But I've had somebody do a prank like that to me. And it was really funny. And it was at work and my coworker made me think he was like, for a work term, chucking me straight under the bus. But everybody but me was in on it. 
They created like a fake email address and all this kind of stuff where they made me think he was being the biggest work jerk ever. Oh, no. And I was really upset. And I like went into my boss's office and was like, what is this guy doing? Blah, 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 blah. Everybody came in. It was all a joke. <laughs> and it was very funny for everybody except me. <laughs> but I accepted it. It was it was a good time. <laughs> but I would never do something like that to you. I would. Well, I think there's something different about like a work jerk as opposed to a gun in your face. All right. <laughs> Next category, least favorite episode. We won't say that it's the worst. We won't say something super negative, but let's just say the one that we watched that was your least favorite. All right. My runner up is Borland Ambition from Home Improvement. And to be honest, there's just not enough Halloween. That's it. That's it. All right. My runner up. It's not my job. Full House. Mm. A fine episode for Full House, but a low effort Halloween episode. I would have rather followed them to the costume party. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do a Halloween episode, do a Halloween episode. Don't just tease us to let us know what time of year it is. Like I want you to dig in. I don't care about your jingles and your dentist appointments. I want to dig into Halloween. I would agree with you because my winner for least favorite episode is Full House. It's not my job. Too many jingles. Like there was so little Halloween in this episode. Yeah. And so many like Jesse jingles and dentist appointments. Just like you said, I disliked it. (laughs) But we're on the same page because my winner is Home Improvement. Borland Ambition. (laughs) Ipso facto, samesies. (laughs) And I wrote, I don't care about your hardware store, Al. Yeah, because that's all it was. It was like Al is basically running his lemonade stand as a hardware store. Yeah, and I don't care about any of that for Halloween. Come on. I actually don't care about any of that, period, but especially not for a Halloween episode. Boring. Yes. So right. definitely, I'm, that's hilarious that we both had the same episodes just flip-flopped. Yes. All right. Final category. Favorite episodes. Favorite episodes. Do I go first? You go first. Let's hear it. My runner-up, Slutty Pumpkin. Like I said before, I loved How I Met Your Mother, and maybe I chose it because it's a little more current to me, so it's more fresh on the brain. But I just loved the romanticism of it all and the fact that he would go and wait for her. That's pretty much it. I don't have much else to say about that. All right. I like that. And I accept it. My runner up, Martin, season five, Booze in the House. Yeah. We spoke about it earlier. I just love this episode. It is an absolute utter Scooby-Doo episode. And when somebody does a Scooby-Doo episode, you can count me in. (laughs) Excellent episode. Okay, my winner. My winner is Halloween 4 from Roseanne. For me, it is... The fact that I love the whole ghost of Halloween past, present, and future thing. Oh, wow. Yes. That has me sold. To go to the past and to get to see young Roseanne and Jackie and how like Roseanne would trick Jackie into getting all of her candy. 
And then teen Roseanne, we get to see when she first meets Dan Mm -hmm. and how she kind of steals Dan away from his date. Right. With the whole like bobbing of the apples, but it's actually got food coloring. And so now she's got the food coloring. So she runs away and then they go dance. And then just the fact that she gets to go see what it's like at the lodge party without her and how they're talking about her and they're talking about how her cookies are bad. And (laughs) (laughs) so she gets kind of pissed off about that kind of stuff. And then the future, she's like Miss Susie Homemaker, like everything that she hates when kids are trick-or-treating at her door. She's giving out healthy stuff. Yeah. You know, she doesn't like any of the spooky stuff. So that episode just really stood out to me. I loved it. That's my winner. That was really creative by them to take that Scrooge setup and move it over to Halloween. Yeah, because she loves Halloween so much. So it's like to see this version of her where she's like, she's depressed, I think, because something happened with Becky. And I can't remember all of the side stories that were happening because it's been so long since we watched. But I think that there was definitely like a conflict with Becky. Sure. And that played into the story for Halloween. And they were just like, well, she would be depressed right now. So we can't have her be her usual Halloween self. Yeah, which is great by the show to do that. Yeah, that's also what shocked her out of it Mm -hmm. and made her go down to the party. Yep. You know? Very good times. Oh, and how she ended it where she went down to the party where everyone was and she tricked them because she showed up as like the Statue of Liberty and she lit her torch and it set the sprinklers off. Yeah. (laughs) Because the smoke from the torch set the sprinklers off so it just wet everybody. And that was her way of getting back at everyone for talking crap about her. All right, my winner for favorite episode. How I Met Your Mother, The Slutty Pumpkin Returns. Oh, I love it! I love how that was a 10-year journey. And I love how that show came back after six, seven years, whatever it was, and revisited that. Yeah. That to me is care and feeding of a fantastic show. It's why I wish that you watched the show because there was something about having watched it. Like I kind of, I both love the fact that you got to watch those back to back. Yeah. And also hate the fact that you watch them back to back because now you want to appreciate all the years in between that and, you know, to then revisit it. I did miss out on the experience of the show doing that. Yeah. I will admit. And I can see how that has cost me. But (laughs) I'm willing to sacrifice that and go back and watch this with you. I love it. I do have to say before we go, a huge shout out to both Roseanne and Dan Connor and Tim and Jill Taylor for being parents that really got into Halloween and made it fun. You know, like, I feel like these are the kind of parents that if we had children, these are the kind of parents we would be. Right. Like our house right now might be a haunted house in preparation for October 31st. Right now, if we had kids where we wanted to make them experience Halloween. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I can't say that I missed out on stuff because I had an older sister who would make haunted houses in my basement. And we did the thing where you, you know, blindly stuck your hand in a bowl of grapes and they said it was eyeballs. I never had that. I never had it. Oh, so I guess that concludes our sitcom Halloween episode special. I had so much 
fun watching these episodes for the most part. Yeah, some of them were a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Especially shows that we love, like Full House, but they just, it's funny to realize, like, they never gave us a good Halloween episode. They didn't, but it's like, they were targeted towards an audience where maybe you don't scare people. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, it's like, they gave us costumes here and there, but never like a full, I don't know. I think you can make Halloween fun and G-rated. Right. Come on, Uncle Jesse. Come on. Where's your Halloween episode? 0.0. I never thought I would vote them low on an award show, you know? Me either, but we did, and we've done it. Here we are. But anyway, if you haven't checked these episodes out in a long time, I highly recommend it. Find them. They were wonderful. Very nostalgic and very cozy feels. So stay tuned for our future Halloween episodes. I can't wait. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcast and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. Bye. See ya. See ya.